<laughs> I opened it and then we were we were we were farting about and then I I did my like lovely laugh and I was like oh shit I probably peaked the audio and then I all tabbed I'm like didn't peak shit didn't hit record. Hey everyone, we're not gonna start again. We're drinking beers. We're talking about video games. I'm Ben. His adult. His Lucy. Hey, it's episode two hundred sixty-six. <laughs> Bang. Let's open some beers, Lucy. Yeah. You drinking beers this week? Uh, yeah. I I only have the one because okay. um, uh, I forgot my bottle opener. Um, because <laughs> should have one down here. I was gonna go to Cottage Wines. Mm. Um, mm. Just finish my work at what about? 11.30 this morning, I was like, oh, plenty Impressive. of time, plenty of time, and then uh, things happened, and did more work, and then it somehow became 7 o'clock, mm, so, yeah, yeah, I feel that, so maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, but the That's only fair. other beer I have is, uh, I think it's still that 15% beer from the Brew York birthday ones, oh yeah, oh yeah, and, um, since I haven't eaten since breakfast this morning, I don't fancy that. Oh, no. <laughs> That's probably a good shout. Yeah. Mm. It, that being said, I might have a gin with you lot later anyway. So. Oh, nice. Good. <laughs> so what, what are you starting with then? Or what, um, are you, what are you cracking open? This is... I'm sure it was a Flanders Red Ale. Sorry. Let me... Uh, it's called... What is it called? Maybe somebody else should go first. I'm so unprepared. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> You'll find it. I mean, it's probably all in Belgian then, if it's a Flanders yeah. red ale. But I'm trying to find the brewer. Brewery. Oh, my God. You spent time in... I'm going to assume Adil speaks Flemish, so I'm going to A, Google this, and then get Adil to say it before I offend everyone, so <laughs> someone oh, no. else go first. <laughs> Alright, we'll, we'll, we'll crack our beers. Adil, what have you got? I, I've got a Northern Monk Patrons uh, project. It's a uh, collab with Don Zoko and nice. Sandy Care. Uh, so it is the Northern, North Sea Sessions Northern Monk Don Zoko Session IPL 4.5%. It's got Nelson Savan, Chinook, and Centennial mm. as the hops. Uh, yeah. So it's an Indian Pale Lager that is 4.5% uh, and has several hops. Uh, we've got... Look at this. Surfing. The, the can is sweaty because, boy, has this day been humid and hot. Oh, so yeah. It's, it, it, it's making the can look way cooler than hat cooler than it is. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I figured start a nice little, just hopefully a nice taster. I have to admit, I was at the pub for several beers before this. So throttling back down to a 4.5% sounds like a good plan. Yeah, good idea. Good idea. Something to ease you into discussions and stuff. We'll see. See how it goes. Eh? Uh, I'm going to crack open. 7% beer. This is uh, an Ooh. IPA from Whiplash called Breaking Glass, which has got... I'll try and show you the lovely picture, which is kind of a, a bottle and a, uh, a mug. It's called Breaking Glass, but it looks like it's a mug that's been smashed instead. But it's got Marisotta, uh, Wheat Malt, Oat Malt, Carapils, Centennial, Idaho 7, and Enigma in it. 
That is everything. Yeah, That's I've awful. had that one. Nice. Um, oh, have you? Yeah. I try and get as many Whiplash beers as I can whenever I yeah. can. Mm, got them. Um, they are fantastic. This one is from uh, Brewery. Uh, let me go back to Google Pronounce. Uh, <laughs> Verhaeg. Um, and. Yeah, sorry, the name of the beer was Duchesse de Bourgogne. Duchess of Burgundy. Um, ah. Um, but yeah, uh, 6.2%. Luckily, this is why Untap comes in handy. Uh, just <laughs> scanned the barcode. Um, yeah, oh, nice. Flanders Red Ale, 6.2%. Don't have to try and read any um, Flemish or, or anything. It's a good idea. Right. Uh, yep, six point two percent. It's a it's three thirty mil bottle. Um, where did I get this from? Might have been Honest Brew. So okay, found it there. But I thought, you know, I haven't had a Flanders Red Ale in forever. So yeah, let's get Don't some of that. Years. I think mm. It's been a while since I've had anything from Belgium. I could have just looked at like the uh, mm. bottle cap. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> That's the ah, name ah. of the brewery. Ah, ah, perfect. Because nowadays, like, I'm I'm still collecting bottle caps, but nowadays uh-huh. you just expect it to just be a just a standard black cap. I guess yeah. more in Europe they do, they still print their um you know logos and emblems on the bottle cap, but not as common these days. I mean, bottles aren't as common these days. So. True. A lot of Belgian stuff yeah. still bottled though. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, very perfumey. Anyway, Ooh, it looks very dark. Yeah, I thought yeah. it'd be a bit um, redder. <laughs> yeah, a bit more amber, perhaps, yeah. edging on that sort of that brown amber resource side. But no, that's super dark, amazing. Uh, Adam, we'll jump to you for your beer. Yep. Uh, how is it? This is the beer I am drinking. Mm, lovely. It's quite tasty, yeah, um, nice. like a light yellow, like a golden honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of lacing, thin head. Um, really nice, sort of crisp citrus with a slight dankness on the back end on okay. the nose. Just, but like really refreshing smelling. Mm. Like, if if there were, were sun today and not just heat and humidity, this is the kind of like, like the level of heat and like summeriness that we had today, but maybe with more sunshine. That's that's mm. what this like nose is evoking. Yeah, some of the weather was took a turn um, a bit later. It was just a bit more muggy. More, still is, still yeah, is here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not raining. Yeah, anything, like the. Yeah, just... I, I I I played uh, magic cards with some friends. One of which who just got out of quarantine because he came back. He's come to visit from uh, Spain, mm-hmm. so he had the ten day stuck in a house quarantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the walk up was just like, oh, it's raining. Oh, why did I wear a jacket? I'd rather be like just soaked in my t-shirt because it's 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 hot. This sucks. Yeah. Um, but the beer is much more bitter, much more of that piney dankiness. Mm. Yeah, most mostly piney. Uh, the citrus is like. Kind of understated, so you, 
I think it's actually more of a sweet citrus, but because there's so much bitter going on from the hops, it's feeling more grapefruity. But again, I think that's just because it's like a light citrus with a heavy bitter, mm. not actually a grapefruit taste. Mm -hmm. So I think that if I really tease it out, the citrus is a little more sweet, a little closer to tangerine. It's just mm. a little more nuanced than the slightly piney and then this like in-your-face bitterness. Um, so... Yeah, it's... um. It's, Mouth mouthfeel light. Um, leaves you wet. Doesn't feel very alcoholic. You could easily drink it more. But there is just this, like... So it's an IPL, right? That's what I said? Yeah. That's what the can said? Yeah. And I feel like it's an IPL in the same way that IPAs were, like, maybe four years ago. Where... Or more. Like, where the India Pale part is, like... Drying, bittering, in your face. Uh, and now the actual IPAs we're having like this year are, are quite light and, and and not really that bittering. Yeah. And this this is an IPL who's thinking it needs to be like the IPAs of a few years ago. Sure. So it's just a it's really forcefully bitter. Which, to be honest, isn't bad because it's a lager and there's like not as meant much nuance in the taste. Four point five percent. It. It tastes more like a 6% IPA because of that, like, hey, I'm bitter, deal with it, mm. sort of thing. <laughs> deal with like, it, I'm bitter. That's what I should say every time I go into, like, a workplace. <laughs> hey, deal I'm bitter, with deal yeah. with it. Anytime yeah. a meeting yeah. starts up, just make that the first thing anyone says yeah. in the entire thing. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. So, so that's the thing, it's like, it's, if you really think about it, it's light. It's a 4.5% lager, but everything else about it is, like, trying to punch above its weight, and it kind of succeeds. Um, my my biggest, I guess, complaint or the detractor is, like, the IPAs have figured out how to have that balance of bitter and other flavors, and this feels like it's, like, catching up. So right. There's that like that sweetness in that slightly tangerine citrus. I'm like searching for. Mm -hmm. It's not there. Like it's mostly just like a slightly like there's just a bit of citrus and then it's just this like dry, slightly piney, bittering. Hey, this is a bitter beer. Like in a way that like yeah, a craft beer seems to have figured out how to do with a little more depth, and this just isn't quite doing that. But again, it's a lager, not an ale, and so like I get that it's a little different. Um, this is a lager you you could easily order if you wanted an IPA. I guess is is, is what okay. it boils down yeah, to. Yeah. It's doing it's doing that really well. It's just when you think about the types of IPAs you might want, mm. this isn't going to satisfy that because IPAs have gotten better. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's this so far. Nice. Cool. Um, yeah, not 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 completely sold on the IPL um, as a concept like kind of style. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's what you said there would you know make me less hesitant to pick that particular beer up. So mm. Mm. yeah, because like what I said yeah, here is why I don't seek them out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, usually I'm just like. Mm. If you're saying it's got that bitterness of it that the IPA has, but 
which is sadly, you know, we're getting further away from that, at least this year. I'm sure mm. it'll come back to full circle where everyone's going to make like, oh, this beer's a 10,000 IBU. Um, go back to that. But Just pure grapefruit. Yeah, it's, yeah it, 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 it's, it, IPL is not a style I'm sold on, I think, like, like black IPA, I, I like those because it's like, mm-hmm. yes, best of stout word, best of IPA yeah. world. And you'd think a lager and an IPA would be good as well, but it's just, it's would, just yeah. We get know, so they're... many like uh, uh, more macro lagers, like how Bex mm. used to be or how San Miguel used to be, which had that dank kind of bitter finish to it it wasn't massively bitter but it still has that element to it still a little bit dank and you have a swig and you think yeah this is you know it's nice it's refreshing but it's also got that little bit of depth to it i haven't had one of those i haven't had a san miguel or bex for a long time so i can't tell you if that's what they're like anymore but that's at least my sort of my memory of them and i think what you're sort of suggesting is that it does the beer that you're you've got is doing the opposite almost it's not sort of like starting off as a lager and then progressing into an ipa it's kind of trying to be all the things at all the times <laughs> yeah i guess it's a lager that's masquerading as an ipa but then because of that the, like the depth of the mask can only be so much i guess mm-hmm. to mm. abuse the metaphor like it feels very much like a this is what an IPA can be. Yeah. Not like oh, but like if I if I reach for an actual IPA, I would get a lot more depth because it's not a mask; it's the whole thing. Mm. Yeah. Like this, like that's what I mean by like it feels like those very forceful IPAs from a few years ago. But that's also why I was like not a big fan of those because like there wasn't the depth, there wasn't the nuance, and this is. But also like, IPLs are a fairly new category, and you got to start somewhere. And this isn't bad. Like I don't want people to think I'm saying this is bad. I'm just saying like it's quite. It's doing the one thing it, it it's doing well, but it's only doing the one thing. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah, but uh, as I say, even that is <laughs> better than I better than most IPLs in regard that I've had usually. No, that's fair. It's like sour IPAs. Oof. No, no. Um, we, one or the other. We, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a few uh, viewers. Hey, viewers, how you doing? Do you like IPLs? Let us know. Give us a little comment and yes. tell us whether it's something that you've tried before um we'll move on to this whiplash breaking glass ipa uh it's nice it's very very soft getting a lot of orange on it the the nose is barely there i'm not getting anything Mm. at all off of that nose it's super sort of thin you you don't quite get it's really really pale in color um didn't have much head whatsoever and when it poured it was a bit it just disappeared really really quickly but in the flavour, it's actually quite thin. For like a 7% beer, it's, it's it's quite thin. And you're getting this nice... kind of orange squash sort of flavour. It feels a little bit watery. It feels a little bit orangey. But then there is this bitterness. Very, very light. But there is a bitterness to back it up as well. It's not as good as the IPA I had from them... not yesterday. Day before, I think. Um, I would say... Actually, from all the Whiplash beers I've had, this is probably one of the weaker ones. That That's I've... exactly mm. what I thought about it as mm. well. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Doesn't Absolutely. quite doesn't quite hit. I don't know whether it's the mix of Centennial. I, you know, the Idaho Seven in there is probably like softening everything just mm-hmm. a little bit too much. 
I would think Centennial would give me a bit more of a bigger, bitter kind of finish on there. Um, but I guess just this combination of hops just makes something a bit too soft, I think, for a 7% IPA. Uh, you, you wouldn't tell it was 7%, apart from maybe just that little hint of bitterness sort of towards the, to the, towards the end, which does linger a little bit. I'm still getting that yeah. now. But that's about it. It's not very much more to, to say about it. I, I don't yeah, think you've got yeah. anything more to interject with Lucy either if, if that's sort of how you felt about it too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like I was looking at um, Untapped since I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I rated it 3.5 and I usually rate with Plash Beers like if not 5 like in the high. Mm. 4.5. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it, it was disappointing. As you say, I don't think it has that fruitiness and that punchiness that mm-hmm. whiplash beers tend to even like the you know small little micro beers they always seem to manage to get that flavor across really yeah. well yeah and definitely. i think just you know yeah just smelling it that you know that was pretty much the you know there's no smoke without fire i think that was a bit of a clue of uh, yeah. how it was going to yeah. go down because yeah but yeah a bit disappointing but that's every fair. other beer we've had from them is like they're one of my favourite breweries. Yeah, absolutely. Know, Same for in me. Britain, so. yeah. Cool. Uh, we'll move on from this one then. Uh, and Lucy, we'll come yeah. back. Was it the Duchess of Burgundy? But not, yes. in, not in English. No. In French. <laughs> oh, is it it's <laughs> French, French or Flemish? It? Well, they speak everything in Belgium, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they do. Everything. Yeah, yeah literally everything, yeah. It's probably in Mandarin, isn't it? Mandarin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything. Uh, this is really perfumey to the point where it's like it's, it, it, it's I can't stick my nose down there too long because it, <laughs> it just smells like nail polish. Um, oh wow! So yeah, it's it's really strong smell. Um, even you know it's had a chance to air out as well. <laughs> it's, mm. it's still really, really pungent. But um, yeah, I don't like uh, the smell of very perfumey beers anyway. It's, it's, it's just, puts me off a little but um we'll see what the taste is like mm. uh, it's a bit it's a bit redder on um my side but it's a very deep red is it you i was know, just like we, i can i could see a red through yeah. a light going through but it, it's a very deep red mm. um mm-hmm. see it started off Okay. And now it's finishing okay. <laughs> but there's a few seconds in the middle where you're just getting that perfumey. Okay. Like very strong perfumey mm. taste. Let me go back for another sip. Mm. Linger. You see, what I want to do with this beer. Is instead of you know you know when you're drinking a beer, probably when you're drinking any um, alcohol or drink, you want to breathe in, you know, just for your nostril as you, mm-hmm. as, you as you take a sip, just get all the flavour and um, and, the, and the aromas. This one I, I almost want to like hold a peg over my nose. Wow. <laughs> whilst okay. I'm drinking Ooh. it, because I th- honestly think that very perfumey smell is putting me off the taste, but the taste in itself. Isn't that bad? So, just taking a sip without actually breathing it in. 
Still getting a bit of that perfuminess in the taste, but overall, it's not a. It, it's 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 a very sweet, um, you know, sour beer. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. You're getting like you know, like sweetness, like sweet cherries, um, sweet mm. red berries, and currants kind of taste to it. Um, it's got a tiny bit of sourness. I just find it really really sweet. So even that, I can tell there's sourness in there, but it's just. It's kind of drowned out by that sweetness, um, but yeah, it's got it's got some. It tastes a bit, slightly a bit smoky, like a little bit oaky, like mm. it's been aged in something. Like, in, I wonder if it has been. It's definitely getting like, sensitive senses of that. Um, nice. Okay, here's some French. Oh, and here's some English. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh. uh, it is. It, First it's Flemish, then it's French, then it's uh, English. But it says, um, sweet, fruit, fruity-tasting beer with a pleasant, sour, oakiness, refreshing aftertaste. So mm-hmm. I am definitely getting that oakiness as well. Um, as I said, I, I, think, I think it's just the smell that's putting me off a bit. Yeah, that's fair. Interesting. Mm. Otherwise... Uh, I think it's a bit too sweet as well for me. I think I'd prefer it a bit more sour. But it's a decent beer. It's a decent beer. I just think there's too much getting in the way of that because you can tell there's a really nice. It's very smooth. It's got that typical, you know, estuary like just those Belgian yeasts and malts, and you can it's it you can tell it's a really well made beer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not gassy. It's it's very easy. It's very soft. Um, it's very quaffable. But I, I just think it's a bit sweet, and that smell is is taken away a bit. So, but fair. otherwise, that's fair. Right. Glad I picked it up. Mm-hmm. Glad I could try it. Nice. Mm. Good. It's always good to get out of the comfort zone a little bit every now and again not just pick up sort of IPAs and yeah. stuff and go for something that you know you're familiar with but that you haven't had before I haven't had for a while yet and no. I, I like the style um, but yeah this, is, this isn't one of my favourites yeah it's fair but I can't but I think, can't I think that per- perfuminess does go with the style a bit so mm-hmm. I think it's just uh, some nice of them taste. I can yeah I think some of them I can stomach better um but this one is a bit too in your face. Fair. It's that like mm. nail polishy kind of uh, smell. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Okay. Cool. Let's drink these beers then. It sounds like we've all started off a little bit slow this evening with our beers. I haven't, I haven't, don't well, think Adil hasn't. Been... He's had, he had four pints. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that, I did, I did drop out to the shop. I have banged back a couple of uh, lighter wiper and true beers you know only only five and a half six mm. percent beers but i thought i'd grab a couple to have with me dinner nice. just knowing that adam mm. was out on it for the afternoon mm. i mean to be <laughs> fair I, I was i was having like kokomo weekday okay nice level beers mm-hmm. like i wasn't slamming back the eight oh, yeah. percent stouts or anything we're not saying you're tanked up or anything we... <laughs> Uh, We've that, seen be that, after and this is beer not number it. two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why I consistently put that on the internet, but that's a thing I do. 
<laughs> hey, prospective employers, this is what I look like drunk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, they're not they're not looking at this. It's it's fine. Look, I'm still analytical. It's great. Completely. Look, like, <laughs> imagine what I, how good I am when I'm not drunk. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's drink these then. Let's move on and discuss some games for uh, for the week. Um, I've got a few things to chat about. One I, I might save to next week. Very much dependent on, uh, I think as I mentioned to you earlier, Lucy, if you think you will get to the Magnificent Truffle Pigs um, uh, before next week, then we'll chat I, about it next week. But I can chat what, about it this what week you, if you, what you don't. Yeah, yeah, because what you said, you know... I'm intrigued now, so you can't you can't leave me hanging till next week. All right, shall I? I give a I give a little sort of a brief, um, uh, some brief thoughts about it, and then we can get into it next week if you do manage to um, mm-hmm. to, to get to it. Uh, but uh, I did bring up the Steam page, magnificent truffle pigs. It is by Thunked, without an E, uh, mm-hmm. and AMC Games. So we were, oh, another AMC game. Another AMC game. Okay. But you uh, you say another AMC game. If you go to them on Steam, they've done Airplane Mode, which you played, Adol, and The Magnificent Truffle Pigs. And that's like, it. Like I said, another AMC yeah, game. But, but that's it. I, I thought they, you know, the, uh, Airplane Mode was like six, well, it says October 2020. So yeah. a, a while back, nine months ago now, and they haven't had anything else out there. Oh, wow. They haven't published anything. Also, Oh, shit. I mean, the AMC, sorry, the airplane mode game had a, I mean, it theoretically had something to do with some sort of Walking Dead thing because before it crashed, I noticed a thing in the, like, in in flight magazine or something. Mm-hmm. There was something about Walking Dead. I can't remember. It was either like you could play a Walking Dead game on the airplane, like seat, or mm-hmm. there was something in the magazine. And then we were like, I guess this was just all uh, AMC thing. Right. So now I have to ask, have you stumbled upon, like, I don't even know what this game is about. I, I, I'm so, waiting for you to tell me, but I'm just curious before that, is there like a property tie-in that you've bumped into? Um, I would or, say... Or is this like a question mark? I would say no, but there is an item which I think probably does link slightly so um in the magnificent truffle pigs uh it's a it's kind of a a news game it's a narrative walking sim but yeah you are a character called adam who has been invited by an ex-girlfriend beth to come and help her to scour this farm for items and the 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 premise and what you're doing is you have a metal detector Mm. You walk across the field detecting metal, and then you dig it up, and you have conversations with Beth around okay. these um, different items. I'm pretty sure Beth was uh, a farm girl in The Walking Dead. So Beth was in The Walking There's Dead. Yes, Beth was a character in The Walking Dead. But one of the <laughs> one of the items uh, that you uncover is a sheriff's badge. Uh, of course, Rick Grimes <laughs> so famously Rick. being a, a, a sheriff. Um, so, is it his badge? Is it not? Probably not, because this is not set in America. Uh, but also, is The Walking Dead still on? Hasn't that been cancelled yet? No, it's still going. Yeah, They've they got, they got a final season on. going. Oh, really? Mm. They got to the final. Yeah, they got one more, I, they got one more season I, to make, I think. Um, yeah, I, I jumped off. I, yeah. 
I still haven't read like the last comic as well. I don't know what that's about. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, they've got they've like got a film. The closure. Supposedly there's a film coming as well. After the war. Oh, um, okay. Oh God. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> so you 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 essentially are Adam moving around this farm. Uh, um, you have a certain amount of time to uncover different items, and it works through kind of the week you know you, you start off on Monday morning you think you break for lunch you have a chat with Beth you go back in the afternoon and find a few mm-hmm. more things and it's much more narrative based in terms of discovering their kind of relationship uh, why she's called Adam rather than sort of somebody else what's going on with her uh, and, and lots of things and it delves into these characters a little bit but for me it didn't quite delve into them enough there okay. were things I sort of wanted to know like it's it's written quite well. Uh, it's written very conversationally. Um, so what they say is very believable. You know, it, it's written really, really well. It's just not enough of it. Um, mm. it, it seems yeah. it times a little bit shallow, uh, um, moving from one conversation kind of to the next, and the, the 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 leaps that they kind of do in between the 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 two different conversations that they kind of have. Uh, it feels like there should have been something else. Um, hi okay. Polar Knights, how you doing? Uh, the the perfect evolution of beards from. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's just growing out. So. <laughs> mm. um, so yeah, it 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 feels a little bit shallow. It's voice acted mm. very very well, and it's written very very well. But it's a shallow narrative, and it's also a little bit shallow in the gameplay as well. Mm. Moving through a field, mm. discovering these little items, them having a bit of a conversation around it. Like it's an interesting uh, story, backing all of this up. Um, but again... Be- when you say interesting... So interesting in why kind of that out there... Uh, um, why Beth wants to be looking through these fields for uh, a very specific item. Um, it right. just um, it, it just doesn't quite hit because again, it just that 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 shallowness in moving through those uh, um, conversations goes from being like, oh hey, this is the thing, and then suddenly being like, and just like fucking hell. Okay, well, well, how have we made that? Leap just didn't quite work for me, mm-hmm. um, and it was only what I played it for like two hours, maybe, mm. um, okay. and finished it. Um, oh, okay, yeah, because wouldn't imagine it's that long. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought it was a game about looking for actual trouble, being a pig going around. Um, yeah, completely. Yeah, Absolutely. I thought you'd have your own little pig uh, looking for truffles. Um, <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, uh, the, the the gameplay seems like it could have been. I mean, metal detecting game seems. Yeah. Right. Do, do you know why it's called the Magnificent Trouble Pig? Outside of the fact that you are like ostensibly going to dig, um, is there like something more? Yeah, there's there's some story behind that, and and Beth kind of uncovers why her and her friends were called the Truffle Pigs. Um, ah, gotcha. Uh, none of which. Were th- are there with her? It's it's Adam mm-hmm. rather than her friends, kind of thing. And this is one of the revelations that you kind of get through the, uh, you know, mm. the, the, at least Beth kind of has. Um, but it 
it's 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 just odd. There's just various things that just it just jumps too much. So uh, again, not to sort of spoil it too much, but there's something that Beth says, which kind of made me think: Is this all like? Did she make Adam? Dream? Did she make Adam up? Oh God! Is this a Jacob's Ladder situation? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a point where she was like, she says something to someone else, and I'm like, is she just being rude, or or is Adam a figment of her imagination? Like, I don't, I don't, and there's there's mm. point. There are points between the two of them where they are rude to each other. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think it was just—it's I mean, just an overlooked bit. I think again, where there's just not that extra bit of time or, or kind of context given, where it just makes that jump again and that that leap between right. these kind of conversations. Um, because there was a point where I'm very much stood in a field as Adam moving around, and suddenly she turns up in her van. So, I mean, you don't see any characters. You never see the mm-hmm. characters all in first person. And you never see Beth as you're walking around as Adam. She's always in, in another field, or and you talk to each other over kind of walkie-talkies. Um, Very Firewatch. But, I mean, yeah. a little bit, mm. yeah, yeah. But Firewatch had those brilliant, you know, you know, actors in that brilliant script just to back that up. Mm. Um, and yeah, even though like I, I don't rate Firewatch's overall story with that much high regard either, so. As I say, I think that that was very much carried by the performances and by that kind of like uh, that mystery that was always overhanging the game, True. even yeah. though it didn't really turn out to be. You know, I, I thought they, you know, tripped up on the ending there and you know the, the loot tying up the loose ends. But I don't know. This doesn't. This doesn't seem like it. You know, despite having AMC behind it, and you know they obviously got access to some really good actors and yeah. actresses. Yeah. Um, seems like this doesn't. You know, I don't know. Do you think it's more the story is more let down, or do you think the performance are the actors doing the best that they can with the script that they were provided? Um, Beth is absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think she's uh, the. I can't remember what her name was. Um, Elizabeth. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the actress, the voice actress. Oh wow! Um, I, I, yeah, I can't remember what her name was. Uh, uh, Lucy Fish or something like that. I seem to remember from the okay. credits. Very saw earlier today. I mean, uh, but but Adam felt a little bit flat for me. Uh, and Adam's played by one of the companions from Doctor Who. Um, Rory. Yeah. I haven't watched Doctor Who. I haven't seen. I'm just gonna assume it's Rory. Um, A bloke, yeah. Um, Younger guy. Well, I say younger guy. Someone our age, roughly. Um, Arthur Deville. Yes, Arthur Deville. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. But he felt a little Mm -hmm. bit flat, like a little bit out of place as well. Beth comes in Mm -hmm. with this kind of sort of West Yorkshire sort of accent, and it's set in the you know English countryside Mm. and stuff. And she felt like she should be there. Adam felt, because of the accent, felt completely mm. removed. They're the only two people who talk in the entire game. Um, but Beth felt very well done and like part of that space. Whereas Adam felt very much foreign to that. And I can see why maybe mm. they did that. Again, it just doesn't get enough time mm. to explain that as well. 
so Beth yeah. is voiced by Lucy Fish of yes. Safe House and Another Eden. Lucy with a mm. mm-hmm. There we go. So yeah, that's kind of um, you know. I mean, that's all of my thoughts, really. It'd be interesting to see what you think about it, Lucy, if you do get a chance. You want me to play this game now? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I might, I might, yeah. Uh... didn't quite sell it to me, but... Yeah, I mean, I probably haven't sold it to anyone, really, have I? Um... <laughs> I as I said, I, th- I think my initial thing would just be like, why am I not just searching for truffles? <laughs> Imagine just... I could be searching for white truffles, black truffles... Just wandering around the forest... Like, yeah, I could be a truffle dealer, and that's what I want to do in real life. Just forage. That's what it should truffles. be. A game, a game with the name <laughs> Truffle Pigs should be some kind of management simulator where you're getting your about- pigs to go out into the woods to bring back as many truffles as possible. Yes, a hundred percent. If you're a developer listening to us, please make that game. We'll buy. It. <laughs> please make that game. <laughs> You'll get one sale at least. <laughs> two. Two. Oh, three. I'll get three. Three. Done. Okay. Three. Done. That's enough to support a studio. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'll, I'll pay upwards of seven pounds. <laughs> Not under. What? What have to be seven million pounds? No, no. Just upwards of. Okay. Brilliant. I'll have to gift. If, if you sell it for three quid, I'll have to gift a couple. That's fine. <laughs> You know what? I bet we'll there's something on itch. I bet there's something on itch where it's like More searching likely. for truffles. I'm gonna look this up. Have a look. So you carry on talking just, while just I do it, that. Search pig on itch. And, I mean <laughs> truffle pig. Yeah, maybe truffle so pig rather ben, than just pig. Yes. Uh, how long do you think you've put into this? Uh, I can tell you. Uh, da 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 da. Not there. That's the store oh, page. Look at that. Juicy Loose Nine wants this game. Two hours and <laughs> two point four hours. Two hours and two point four. Two point four hours. I was going to say two hours and four minutes, but that's not how it works, is it? Two point no. <laughs> four hours. Um, um, do you do you see yourself doing more now that you've sort of talked about it? Is it is it gripping enough that you care? Um, I it's it's not gripping enough that I would care, but it. I would like to understand the tech a little bit more. Um, so I, I'd, mm. I'd like to go, because there's this big field, right? And I only uncovered stuff over half of it. And they're like, let's finish for the day. And then the next day they said, let's move to another field. I'm like, yeah, but I didn't uh. I'm looking half of this field. You're not very good metal detector people, are you? Leaving half a field kind of uncovered. Um, and mm. I'd be interested to see... Whether it's a timing thing in terms of the amount of you know whether it's the amount of time you've got or whether you ha- you discover five things and that's it whether it's always the same order right. of things whether it's you know um, procedural across the map about what you kind of uncover and things oh, right. like that so, this, so this is I'd go back in more just to test it and bash it a little yeah, bit this, just to this see is what's more going on. Ben the guy who wants to like learn more about the video game and how it works yes. than Ben the gamer who wants to enjoy the plot. Very much. Yeah. But I mean, which is fine, right? Like like that's great. Mm-hmm. It, it's 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 grabbed you in a way, but um I do think that's a thing about news games like like you were saying when it's just these when it's just the narrative, mm-hmm. so much is like on the acting, on the writing. The fact that like 
you're kind of saying it's not up to the Firewatch acting standards and the writing isn't gripping you. It's just sort of, uh, hey, there's a, there's a mild gameplay loop that isn't just the narrative. That's something I'm interested mm -hmm. in. It's a little disappointing just because that's very niche. Like, the average person might not care about figuring out those gameplay oh, mechanics. Completely. And, it, and yes. if nothing else is gripping you, then that... If I were you, Lucy, I would just let Ben waste another 2.4 hours and tell <laughs> oh, you no. next week. I'm only, I'm only going to go back um, into it for another 30 minutes. I only need to go back to field one to test my theory. I mean, you at least I'm need going. to put 0. 0.6 hours in <laughs> then have a round three. What's 0. 0.6 I mean, hours? About 37 and a half less. minutes, roughly. No, no. 0. 0.5 hours is 30 yeah, minutes. Yeah, so 0. 0.6 so, would yeah. be 37 and Six, a half. Yeah. Ish, yeah. Yeah, thirty-six point six recurring minutes. Anyway, who knows? Um, there's, I have uh, found just... some uh, truffle uh, games on it. Okay. One is called <laughs> DK, DK the Truffle Snout. Um, that's actually about a dog. Um, oh, not Donkey Kong. Searching for um, truffles, and the other one is called. Um, was it Piggy Poo? <laughs> Of course it is. Piggy, piggy poo, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so search for those on it. <laughs> Both 3D games, you know, you know, searching for truffles. Nice, good. Seems like a fun romp. Well, everyone knows now where to go for the actual truffle pig <laughs> uh, based games. Yeah. And DK Truffle Snout, um, developers will donate all donations to a local animal shelter. So. Oh, wow. Mm. Okay, nice. Mm. I like itch for that. Itch is very good it's such a for that sort of place. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's excellent. It's kind of amazing how, as a free storefront, it just doesn't have the trash. Like, mm. um, if you earlier today, I shared a link because, like, obviously we we're a site. We get review codes, etc. One of those things is Keymailer. Uh, gives you keys in the mail, but not really. It's just a front end, but that's what it used to do. And I shared a. This was on the front page of Keymailer, and it was just like a, a a bullshit CG sort of sex game. And you're like, yep. And like the description was hilarious. I don't even know what it was called. It was just like you are dating someone, and they treat you like like kind of crap but also really good in bed but you might meet you'll go through the plot and you uh, might meet someone who is less good in God. bed but treats you better and there's nine endings and seven explicit erotic sex scenes and i was just like this is the most hilarious description of a video game to, I, coming to grips with christine um sorry i think she was like the uh fourth catherine in the um Re-release of Catherine. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, well done. Um, oh my yeah, god, so I, I, did, I didn't look at it because I was like, I saw this 3D one with her dead eyes, and I was like, I'm yeah. not, so, maybe so, I don't want to do this. I did, I did the same. Oh my god. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I did the same. When Adol so, shared the link, I saw this one picture, and I was like, well, this doesn't look very good. I wonder what this is. And I clicked on it, and I saw then some woman leaning forward, and like, why can you slightly see into her top? What's what's the next? Oh, no. oh I see. I get oh, yeah. this game now. Uh, have so they rendered pubic hair? <laughs> oh, they definitely have. Or is it just veins? Oh, no. I mean, let's be honest. Those developers don't think pubic hair exists. 
Look at this. <laughs> Look at this woman with her poor dead eyes. <laughs> I'm <laughs> totally... <laughs> That's actually I how wasn't... she looks in real life, Lucy. To be honest, yeah. the, the, the face is terrible. The bodies are actually like... Like a porn star. It's a very realistic... Let's just... Um, Re- recalibrate. Uh, the reason why I brought this up wasn't so we could all look at this thing when the viewer can't. Um, <laughs> they don't. Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. My point was, uh, those games exist, and like they, they've like they exist in the review space with free keys, etc. But somehow, itch is just itch. Doesn't say you can't do these things, but because it's like there's no most of it is like pay if you want etc like we you just don't see this kind of this type of game which i'm not like a prude i just want to say like these games don't look good they just look titillating and like um and you just don't see that in itch and i think that's kind of Mm. crazy that you don't because it's the most well known, but free and non like yeah. curated by a corporation like yeah. Steam and Epic. But that's the thing. It's like I, I, because a lot of these. I mean, I don't know. I don't click on the random adverts that come up. Like, are these games? But then you, you miss out or? the curious whatever. Oh God, no! It's got. It's like a few well, quid. Uh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Then. I mean, I think. I don't know. Let me, let me find Maybe it. they do subscriptions on games like this. I, I don't know. I generally don't know. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, what differentiates this from just a random pop-up advert that you see on your favorite adult content? Nothing. Site? Like, nothing. They're just. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, it's not. Even, I don't. Even, it must be on Steam, right? So, Please so this request is technic- the key. <laughs> This is next. This is next Tuesday stream for you. It's like a visual novel, right? Uh, It's a a visual novel in the way that like porn films are films. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, (laughs) correct. Coming to grips with Christine is currently twenty percent off on Steam. It is three pounds nineteen pence. You know what? If you're looking for a good time. Got a bit of spare change. Why not? Yeah. Oh, oh, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I normally save this segment for uh, oh. games we play. Oh no! But let's do, do some review roundup. Review roundup. Yes. 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 Uh, okay. One of them's in Italian, so I'll skip it. Another one's in Italian, so I'll skip it. <laughs> uh, but let's just say Theodore Cotton uh, has two hours on record and says awesome game very creative and fascinating the image are really good and the story it's intoxicating it's got some good uh, stamina for two hours and then and then vines 23 who was only put an hour in said given the low price i went in with low expectations instead i found it to be well done with good artwork and a more realistic grasp of anatomy <laughs> No massively ridiculous breasts and a penis that doesn't reach the floor. Now to try to find all of the endings. Uh, sure. I, I'd agree with that. Like, the, 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 maybe you know, 
3D modeling has just gone, you know, very, very far in the last few years. But I thought, yeah, these, these if you showed me this, uh, you know, from maybe slight difference, probably a few more beers, I'd be like, mm. oh yeah, that's that's probably a still from, um, you know, a video because I, they've put a lot of detail into these uh, character models. Yeah. Um, to a disturbing uh, extent. Oh but, God, yeah. these um. It, it's sorry. It's, it's uh, a weird one, isn't it? I'm, I'm not going to say more. I'm just going to say if you go to the Steam page, there are um, screenshots which a community. Some of them are very explicit and have the. So it's basically just like what it looks like is just like a lot of stills of various moments in the plot, and then yeah. descriptors. These are the ones that are on Kmail as well. Uh, but like, there are more suggestive things than I thought you could put on Steam. Oh. Like, one which is, Bob jumps up and quickly unzips his pants. Helen bends over his desk and he gets behind her. As he positions his, and I won't continue. There's just like, I didn't think you could put that on the Steam, like, screenshots. This, but I don't know. I, I literally don't know how this like area of Steam exists. It, it presents but two very interesting conversations, right? The first one, in terms of, uh, uh, especially with the Horizon Zero Dawn, uh, no, Horizon Forbidden West trailer coming out, and people saying, "Wow, Aloy looks too masculine." Blah 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 blah. I saw that. But it brings up fucking nuts, right? Absolutely nuts. But it brings up that conversation about sort of like realism, about body positivity, uh, about mm. more representation uh, in body shape and things like that within the games that we kind of play. So if you're talking about a game where you've got this kind of, you go, this can be held up as the game, which sort of says, "Hey, we, we've got all shapes and sizes within our game. It's not just big." Breasted women. Um, conversation number one, but then conversation number two. And we can pick whichever one you like out of these. Conversation number two. There's lots of games that don't get on Steam because they're too much, right? That, that there's that yeah. that game from that fucking sleazy guy where it's all FMV scenes, oh, yeah, the seducer yeah. oh, game, yeah. and I mean fuck that guy, but. Uh, uh, how to like pick up thing, chicks right, and that sort that, of but, stuff. But but that seemed like he. Very tongue in cheek. It didn't seem like he was being serious. Oh, yeah. like I think he's very much being serious. No, he thinks he's all it, <laughs> but I thought those games were quite comical in the fact that it's like, isn't it like how to talk to him and like a lot of the answers were yes. absolute joke answers? Yes, it's like, but I don't think they're meant to be joke answers, Lucy. I think yeah. this is actually <laughs> how they want uh, you to talk it, to it's women. It's really hard to tell. Oh, right? okay. <laughs> well, given the person behind it, then. Yeah, that could go both ways, isn't it? He yeah. may actually believe those things. <laughs> but like though those that game is like not. I thought porn. that was satire. Yeah, but it's yeah, not it's porn. not. Yes, even if right. it, even if it wasn't satire, it was just like dating and hiring people to do FMV, like falling for the players nonsense, and it wasn't useful if mm -hmm. you were a real person trying to meet women. Um, and if it was satire, it could have been better because we hit people like Ben who doesn't think it's satire. And if it wasn't satire, I don't know what the fuck it's trying to do. But like, at least, but those are all just like, this is probably just not in good taste. While we also have the other area of Steam where 
coming to grips with Christine uh, is, uh, which is basically, um, okay, this, this is just like CG porn, whether mm. it's like um, animated scenes or suggested with like descriptions. I don't know. I've not played the game, yeah. but like the this is a weird gray area, and they call it a visual novel, and they get away with it mm. sometimes, but also. A lot of the like Japanese big visual novels get censored by Steam, and so then they sell you a patch from their website to uncensor it. Now I'm super confused because I'm looking <laughs> at the Steam page with the, uh, and I'm like, that's a penis. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's a penis a going well into an orifice. One. Like, yeah. I didn't think I would see that on Steam. Now I don't understand why people are in up. Like. What are the things that they are saying no to if I'm seeing this? I to don't honest, get it. Like, aren't things like... I don't know, because there has to be like some certification process uh -huh. and everything. Like, you can't just self-publish it and it's yeah. just there. I, I genuinely don't know. I'd love to see the document, internal document. It's like the checklist of, like, is this okay or is that okay? I think as long as it doesn't install malware or... You know, mine for cryptocurrency is good. You know? <laughs> <That's> Steam. <laughs> That's it. That's all they need to do. Yeah. Um, the, the, that other game is called Super Seducer. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yes, the, it was. the title is, you know, uh, that's the title. Yeah. Uh, but you can you can get Super Seducer three on a website called GamesPlanet.com. It's just over ten quid. But then okay. they also sell you bonus videos, interview with people for like £3.50 a pop. What's this one? Super Seducer 3. Oh, Interview yeah. with the ladies of Super Seducer Part 3. Uh, I mean, like, who... Yeah. I hope those women got paid enough. Well, you'd fucking hope so. I mean, at, at what mm. point do we get where, I suppose as we were kind of saying, like, is it because it's FMV? Because it's real people and it styles you know the first game or super seducer kind of styles itself as being this is how you can actually talk to women and then you get scenes where like hey let's you know let's not beat around the bush let's go and fuck i don't know what this game says but <laughs> don't talk to women like that please um yeah, but yeah. I, I, just, I just i just i just went on the developer um link on steam for this uh coming to grips mm. <laughs> just the just their um like the the background, it's just this guy unzipping his pants. <laughs> oh so God, it is oh, Drunk so Robot yeah. Studios. Yeah. Oh, and their only other game is Leisure Suit Liana, hilarious spinoff of Leisure Yacht starring Liana. They've got some other ones down there. Is that like a Leisure yacht. Suit Larry ripoff? Hmm. Oh, oh God, those are nipples. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dominate them all. <laughs> I don't even know I if think I want to click it's on a, that. I think this is a It's a clicker choose your own adventure mm. game. Let's stop let's yeah. let's reorient they put ourselves. Games out at a pace. They've put out like twelve games in the last like nine months. I mean yeah. They're all the same it's game. Nice you, they're all the same game, but they're just different True. different skins for characters. They just changed the, they just put a hat on the woman like Malibu Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> I but think she's it's got a hat. like there's like <laughs> leisure yacht, and then there's like leisure building, leisure Hotel. bar, leisure bus, leisure like, motel. 
They just go down yeah. and grade constantly. Leisure bus stop. <laughs> just leisure seat. I mean, front. one of the games is literally blackjack, but with weird 3D models. Mm. But it's blackjack. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, anyway, the the. Boy, were we supposed to be talking about a thing where it was like, ah, oh, isn't it weird that Itch doesn't have this problem, but Steam does? <laughs> it's, it, may, it, it brings us around to a very good point about me wanting another beer. <laughs> yep, that's what it definitely does. Yep. I need a cigarette after it. all that. Man. So I'm going to open another beer. Adel, I have a second another. beer. Yeah. Uh, shall I open yeah, mine first? Yeah, yeah, I might go get uh, a, a tonic, so I'll, 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 I'll be back. Okay, you go, you grab yourself a gin and tea. I have Ooh, no full five, uh, <laughs> FLF five from that's the full fathom five from North Brewing. It's a coconut and coffee porter at six point five percent. A rich dark porter brewed with specialty malts, toasted coconut, and a whole coffee beans from our local roaster, North Star. Balanced sweetness plays against complex coffee flavors in an indulgent, luxurious beer. Nice. Uh, barley oats, coconut coffee, hops, yeast. And it contains barley oats. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't figure that out from the barley you know oats that? in the ingredients. Mm. Um, but yeah, so 6.5% uh, coconut coffee porter. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. I haven't had one uh, something from North in a while, so... Was looking forward to it. Excellent. Um, well, while you pour, I will let you know that I am drinking Dea. As I walked out one ooh. spring morning, a double IPA. Uh, the only flavor text says beautifully juicy, yet balanced double IPA with plenty citra and strata on the exchanges. What are the exchanges? Who knows? Uh, mm. Yeah, 8%. That's everything on here. That's it. And please recycle. It, I mean, it definitely does say please recycle. They also have this little QR code, which says, learn how we're tackling our carbon footprint through the sustainability page mm. on our website. So it just takes you to their website, basically. Yeah. Um, so I kind of miss board, but already half the head has disappeared. Mm. Let me see if I can... You can see, it like, it's quite a, like, big bubble head, like... Everything's disappearing quite quickly because it's just got these like huge bubbles. Uh, it's already already lost probably a half of it, what it was when I started speaking. Mm -hmm. um, the nose is slightly sweet. Again, you think honestly desiccated coconut, yeah. right? So a little coconut and a little and a lot of sweetness. Uh, and with a underlying tinge of roasted something malt. Like look look that head just died. <laughs> Um, mm. Mm. This is really interesting because um, the the coconut is doing the thing that coconut does kind of like in the background of meals and drinks. It's not the forefront taste, but like when you cook with coconut oil or you add desiccated coconut to baking, it's adding like a slight sweetness and like a, a creaminess yeah. that's decidedly coconut. That's what this is doing here, and it's unmistakable. So it's like it's not in the back, it's super in the background. It's like 
medium. It's definitely there, but it's still doing still on the main taste. Mm -hmm. I mean, then underneath that is this maltiness that is lightly coffee, lightly roasted, but kind of mostly just not quite biscuity, um, but just sort of grainy. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get that. Um, and so you get this really interesting balanced beer where it's very rounded, it's very, um, it's got this roasted coconutty forefront, but again, it's not like in your face and it's, that fades away and again, again, you get this like roasted note at the back as well with a bit of sweetness. It's just like, um... Hmm, I don't know what I'm missing here. There's like a term I want to use and I can't quite place it. Okay. It's incredibly easy to drink. Um, ah, there's a sweetness. So the sweetness is very much in the four in the middle taste. And then by the end, it's more of the roastedness and the coconut is doing more of like a creamy. Basically, I think the coconut's like swapping from in the beginning, it's giving a bit of a sweetness and by the end it's giving a creaminess mm -hmm. and throughout you've got this like low level roasted um maltiness that like is slightly coffee-ish um but by the end because we've moved from sweet which is like complementary to the coffee to creamy which is kind of like offsetting the coffee uh it just feels like that sort of those coffee notes are in flux but actually they're doing the same thing it's just uh when they're being paired with sweet at the beginning you're like ah right sweet and coffee and by the end you're like oh the creaminess is kind of dulling the coffee mm -hmm. um it's making so it's kind of yeah it's just it's a very drinkable can't tell it six percent um but it's it's I actually think the coconut is doing multiple things and doing it really well because I think the coconut's like what makes the other disparate tastes work. Mm. And it's the fact that the coconut can be both sweet and creamy that's allowing the transition, which is really interesting because I don't think the rest of the beer would be as balanced if it wasn't for the fact that the coconut kind of switches roles. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah, very, very nice. tasty and like mm. exceptionally drinkable for a six point five percent porter. Is it is it me or have I just not seen that many North Brewing beers? These I days? haven't seen many either, actually. Hmm. I, I think I, I think I don't know what's going on, but I also like this was the first in a while, which is why I wanted to drink it on the pod. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they used to be like everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, I, I, I used to be a, like a bottle this. shop staple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I haven't been to the bottle shop really. <laughs> it's like, yeah, online, like just looking. That um, counts. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what the story behind that is. But yeah, I, I, I agree. I see them a lot less at the moment than we did 18 months or so ago. Even even maybe, start the pandemic sort of thing, uh, you know. A, a maybe year the or so north ago. doesn't exist anymore. Has anyone been north in the pandemic? Oh, I don't know. Mm. It, it may not be. Yeah, that's anymore. true. That's very true. Who may just be lying to yeah. all of us? 
dumb southerners <laughs> we fell for it it's like, still there like, no, anywhere north of crew is just gone <laughs> yeah. slowly eroding down um mm. so uh, lucy before i jump into this daya um how's the gin what what gin are you going yeah, for it's good mm. it's um, yeah what hay smiths which you can get mm-hmm. usually at your local aldi um this is mango and passion fruit one. Oh, which is um, mm. yeah, possibly my my preferred ones. Mm-hmm. Out of all the flavored ones that they do because they do a lot. They do. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how gin descriptors. It's it's mangoey. It's passion fruity. It's junipery. Um, mm. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's fair. No, yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to I need to work on my. Um, gin sommelier uh, <laughs> terms. We'll go on a course. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Kim will come mm. with us as well. To dry, mm. like gin is. <laughs> so, this day, uh, um, as I walked out on a spring morning, oh no, as I walked out one spring morning, um, it's it's kind of as you would expect in the way that it looks and the, the little bit of head that you get. Nice sort of fruity nose, but very, very soft. It's definitely there. And presents sort of this uh, um, sort of melon kind of uh, smell to it, which does come through in the flavour as well. Uh, it's very... It's very dry. This nice melon flavour, but there's just this... Um, What's the word I need? Like it is melon, but it's not quite bitter. It's not quite sour. It's quite dry. It's a little bit more sort of like earthy in sort of what I'm getting for it. There's no bitterness in there at all. It's just got this very dry, herbal-y? yeah, very herbally kind mm. of melon flavour to it, which is nice. It's not refreshing in any way in this hot kind of day. It, it, it is a little bit kind of heavy in terms of sort of the flavour that it presents to you. And it's, it's it's a little sort of medium kind of body. It's not thick. It's not too much. But the flavour kind of... Mm, it's almost a bit sort of like oniony, you know? When you get those beers that are a little bit more earthy... That they give you that kind of okay. more vegetable-y kind of flavour to oh, okay. them. It's got that yeah. to it as well. Um, I mean, for me, I'd like a. I like my Daya beers a little bit sweeter because um, I think they me do too, those very, yeah. very well. Um, but this kind of dials that right back and gives me something that's a little bit more vegetable, vegetable-y. Uh, it is melon. It's absolutely unmistakably yeah. melon, but it, it's just. I know what you mean, yeah, mm. yeah. Because I've noticed that they have started. To, I mean, they're putting out a lot of different yeah. beers nowadays, but um, yeah, they do have that kind of. I think they're stepping more it back from like that very juicy tropical mm-hmm. IPA that they're known for. Yep. And I think they're doing, you know, branching out into you know slightly more bitter territory. But as you say, it's not quite that bitterness. Mm. It's it, it's got a, it's got a different feel to it which is hard to put into words so I know exactly what you're on about but yeah I like I like my beers my day of beers just like just give me all the juice and the sweetness yeah. and the and the fruit um, like 
big hot pillow like that's one yes. of my favorites from recently and it's just a big bold beer in terms of its fruitiness and just how it's sweet without being too mm-hmm. sweet you know you can taste that alcohol and that sweetness um from the alcohol but yeah Ooh. Oh, yeah, I mean, this does this <laughs> does mask the eight percent quite well. You're 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 not getting yeah. much from that sort of alcohol at all. Um, but that's kind of it. It's it's you know those those flavors are it really it doesn't sort of flow through anything. It is just this mm-hmm. kind of slightly vegetable level melon that I'm kind of getting this oniony <laughs> sort of uh, mm. very very ripe melon. Um, Kind of coming through, and well, and you've got your five a day, then. <laughs> yeah. just in this one can. I'm done, I don't need to eat anything at all for the rest of the day. Perfect. Um, let's jump back into games then while we sup at the drinks that we have. Um, mm. either of you uh, have games to kind of discuss? I know, I think from just our, our Discord chat, Adol, you played a game on stream yesterday, and I think Lucy, you had played it. Previously, yeah, I finished it. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I'll jump into that conversation. Yeah. I don't really have anything to talk about. So sure, you lot can tweet cool. away. Uh, you. So I played game. What the was Wild game Heart. called? Thank you. The not, Wild not at the Heart. the film. The game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I did. Yes, it's a humble game. Published. Humble published. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's on Games Pass for. PC okay. and I like missed when you said that you had played it. I think. Yeah, because I, I I briefly spoke about it like it was just in passing at the end of the mm. podcast yes. last week. So. Yeah, and yeah. I like I when Ben mentioned, I'm like, oh right, Lucy did say it, but I actually like literally had some tech problems and the game I was going to play was on Switch and I couldn't record the Switch properly, so I just looked on Game Pass and I was like, ah, oh, this seems cute. Um, and I uh, really liked it. So the Wild and Heart is a what a um, it's a Pikmin. Sorry, it's a Pikmin. Yes. Pikmin. So it's Pikmin. like a um, <laughs> it's a uh, I'd call it an adventure platformery puzzle game. Yeah. But the the main way to solve puzzles is the fact that you gather these spritelings. That you can either th- you can throw at at enemies, obstacles, uh, etc., and you gain more of them as you go. And mm-hmm. like, they're basically invincible. So, and they can like break things down to get you resources. And that's the like the game mechanic is basically solve puzzles with the number of these things you have. Yeah, roughly. Um, but the real gem of this game is the art style and the storytelling. The art style is very hand-drawn aesthetic. It's, it's beautiful. Mm. It, yeah, it's just beautiful. So like detailed I, I stopped. As well. it. Sorry. So detailed as well. Mm. Yeah. So like I stopped in the middle of the stream, for example, to be like, "Hey, we've walked into a new area, and there's like, you know, we're in a we're in a forest, and there's like cliffs, and like there's so much." drawn detail in like the lines like it's just line drawing but evoking striations in the geology Mm, like it's that's it's it's that simple but that crisp that you're like yes this looks like a cliff and it's just a few lines because 
the whole world is just drawn really mm -hmm. well uh y you know y you've got a few teeth missing you've got a jean jacket and a red hoodie it's the second adventure game of me playing a dude in a green a red hoodie in the past yeah. month uh it turns out that's a thing um but like yeah it, it just felt really nice like yes. aesthetically yeah. mm -hmm. uh and like um most of the interaction was very fluid i think th ironically the one thing that felt really clunky was on a gamepad you hit a button and then you can like if you've got one of your spritelings your pikmin next to you you can throw them and i felt like the the one yeah, thing I, I complained yeah. to hand was aiming them was really clunky it felt more like you move the stick and it's like a third of the map a third like it just felt like chunks of the map moving versus like a fluid yeah. aim and you have this like dotted line and then a landing point so it feels like the game is trying to say you can like have some nuance to throw this thing to get it where you want but actually the little target that has this dotted line sort of parabola going to it and moves really chunkily and then yeah. also the game itself is like ah oh, i threw you near a trash bag and you will kick the trash bag away and get like and i'll get gears which is one of the currencies but if i throw you sort of like a little bit away from the trash bag such that it's the only thing around you you're just gonna land there and stop and yeah. like that was the one complaint i had the game was like the hit boxes for so throwing itself felt more chunk truncated than it needed to be and also if you didn't quite get things close enough not only would you throw the thing and it wouldn't do the thing but it would just calmly sit there waiting for you to pick it up it's again but if you if you didn't notice like if you didn't notice that you threw a thing that didn't immediately start doing a task because if it does the task it then finishes the task and auto returns to you right but if you throw it to nowhere it just stands there and then you're like i have 15 dudes and i've thrown a bunch around and then I'm, suddenly i'm just like you have 14 dudes i'm like where's my 15th <laughs> oh i've got to go like find the guy that i missed through a bit ago and like it, it sounds kind of trivial but it it, it sucks it yeah, sucks because uh, and they have ways of like resetting and getting things back but it just it sucks because you can easily throw two or three guys at an obstacle and then like you've moved your stick a little bit and that fourth guy is gonna go somewhere you don't notice and you don't even see him wander off and then mm -hmm. it's only when you're starting to be like okay let's regroup and you're like oh i'm missing Does someone it, yeah, and the only uh, way to get them back is to kind of vacuum them up or run through so them oh um i'll say that uh yeah i can imagine like on mouse and keyboard that aiming probably be better i did find mm. it a bit like uh, okay i'm just you know wherever i am it's gonna go there this is a bit hectic there's like 60 spritelings on the screen um yeah I, th I think at the start of the game that probably probably feels a bit more uh damning because it's like you have less pit almost call them pikmin uh spritelings yeah, uh to to manage so it's like oh when one of my uh you know ice dudes goes missing i only have so many um it, it does detract from the experience but as you get more of them and as you realize like oh these like these pods that i they can break open and 
get new new eggs, so to speak, to hatch more right. of them. They always respawn. You're only, you know, within so much of a distance from your your camp because it has like a day night cycle, and mm. you have to, you know, have all your sprightlings back at night. Um, yeah. You know, preferably to then go to sleep, wake up in the morning because there's monsters out at night. Um, you can craft items, um, which I think is one of my <laughs> biggest, uh, you know, negatives with the game. It's like, it didn't really need to be a crafting system. I, I get it, it adds to the experience, and it's like, once you've crafted something, um, the recipe is the always recipe. there, yeah. and it's like okay. It's like just think, not every game has to have crafting, but this is this is fine. It's not too not too arduous. It's like you know, craft things in a second, and there's so many mm. materials everywhere. You usually end up with surplus materials, but you can craft yeah, items that actually. That way. Yeah, you, you can craft items that recall all, all your Pikmin that are out in the world. So I'd usually craft quite a few of those. It's like oh. Okay, you're gonna go to bed. There's still 17 Pikmin out there, and it's like, right? They probably got lost from exactly what you were saying. I like, I threw them. They they just sat there quietly, um, waiting for me to come back, and I never did. I just recalled them all at once, and it's like, so that so, so there's there are ways. Maybe not. I think I think the developers did a good job at accounting for those kind of like gameplay things. I, I feel like. There's a lot of mechanics that, that are not an apology for what they've done, but like knowing that there is a lot going on, especially for like an indie team. And it's like you have all these different spritelings going about, and it's like I think it's a very complex game technically. I think they built in enough to make sure it's like okay, I didn't soft lock the game at this mm. point because you know I, right. I lost all my Pikmin or whatever. So, so uh, I, th I think I think they built in enough. Ways to counteract those um, slightly dodgy mechanics. Yeah, I was I was going to ask. So with with the idea that you've thrown one of these sprites or spritelings, pigmen mm -hmm. things, uh, and it pops up saying you've only got fourteen of fifteen, and then there's items that can recall them back, and there's yeah. a day and night cycle. And you don't want to leave them out. Is there a disadvantage to not having all of your sprites back? Uh, th things take longer. It takes the you know, in numbers that they can bash a um, dustbin in like Seconds. less time, right. and it's like when yeah. you have a day-night cycle. That's the thing, but it doesn't seem like I I see I think in like actual Pinkman, it's like the day-night cycle has more. There's more stakes in it. There's more. Yeah. You know, th this you're on a time you can play this game from now till the end of time and the, there won't be a ticking you know time clock or mm -hmm. anything like that it's not like dead rising or something yeah so it, it i felt that the day night cycle was a bit superfluous as i say I, I like that they did all these things i like that they threw all these mechanics in and i think it works overall but you do start to look it's like did they need this did they need that mm. possibly not it could have just been a straightforward adventure game where you just going through the game and, you know, carefree, I mean, which it is, sure. so, yeah, I was it's, gonna bit, say it's a bit the, weird that way. The, the thing that threw me off on those types of sort of capping of, like, being able to do things is, like, most of the game is... What, what I commented a bunch on stream was, like, this is very family-friendly, like, there's so much extra shit to pick up 
um, <laughs> such that, like I said, family friendly, and then immediately said a thing that now we can't share it as a review that's family friendly. Um, but like, like the even the first hour or so, like the things that you can do, um, you, you get more items than you need to get through. It's very mm -hmm. forgiving. Absolutely. If you miss things, it's fine. And I think that's exactly what the game is aiming for. It just is what that's why I was like confused by this extra layer of complexity because yeah. it seems like the rest of the game is like, hey, if you want to min max this, yeah, you can. Like, <laughs> you, you can make like you will get 15 out of 15 well before you even need them. You, you'll figure out how to, you know, upgrade in this way. You'll get through the plot very easily. But also, if you're just playing this game, we're giving you enough tether that you will figure it out. That's how I felt in the first two hours of the game, which is mm -hmm. basically what I played until my internet crashed, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, sucked because yeah. I wanted to, like, keep going. Um, and I really liked that, but what you seem to be saying is well, there's some of that is a little too forceful. It, I'd say it's Maybe? superfluous. I'd say it's superfluous. I'd say uh, I'm not mad that those mechanics are there, but when you really think about it, they probably didn't need to be there. But right. even so, they don't really detract from the experience too much because th the developers found ways of making sure that they're not a detraction. Mm. Which is good. Right. So, oh, so it's like it's yeah. like it's like, you know, it's it's a very odd math puzzle when you add two but you take two away and it's like you're still at the same point it's like did you really need to add two and then take right. two away it's like did they need these probably not um <laughs> but i'm not mad that they're there you know i i think so, it's i i'm more in, impressed by this game just from like technically like the look of it the music's fantastic oh it's like yeah. the puzzles are really good um because you get like a second playable character and a lot of the... I don't know if you're there yet, Adil, but it, um, you get a second play, playable character. Yeah, I'm not, when, I'm not a Kirby. I'm assuming it's a second yeah, playable character. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when things really open up and the puzzles get really more interesting because she has a different um, ability to... What's the name of the normal the, the other Wake. character? Yeah. Wade? Um, Wake? Wake? Wade? Wake? Yeah, Wake. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's about picking between them two, like, throwing these Spritelings to um, the second playable character and, like, sort of divvying up the team. So it's like, okay, I need, like, 12 of these uh, Spritelings here um, mm. in order to, you know, with the ice ability, whereas, whereas any fire ones here, I need to mix here. So it gets really interesting um, the more it opens mm. up. Yeah. But I think once you get that, have that second playable character and more Spritelings... The other systems around it, they seem to like be surplus to requirements, okay. and that's why it's like. Right. Ah, but, I see. But okay. overall, yeah, I, um, I really so, how, it. so you finished it? Yeah, I spent probably longer than I needed to on it because I, I was going through and getting some collectibles. Um, I haven't, I haven't hundred percented it. And. But like ha around how I long? I did look at what the developers said. They said it's between ten and fifteen hours usually. Most players okay, so do it, but I, I, I've got twenty-one hours. Wow. On, okay. On okay. Mm -hmm. So, so that that that's what one of the things where it's like I have no idea how long this game is because I obviously put the two in for the stream, and then it crashed and I, I. So this is one of those games. that's like I'm gonna play more of this, mm -hmm. but I had no idea if I was like 
10% in or more. So I'm actually really looking forward to it, especially yeah. now, like, like nice that you're saying, the, um, the complexity goes up and, like, the puzzles get really good when you get the second character. Obviously, I'm not Absolutely, got there yeah. yet, yeah. right? So, like, yeah. I, I'm obviously in... Haven't really played the core of the game, so I'm I'm happy to keep going with that. That's, yeah, that sounds I, excellent. I think I think I think you'll think you'll enjoy it. And if you like the story, you said that you like the story where it, where it's yeah. going. I, I no spoilers, but I I think it finishes nicely because when oh, I, when, when really I started good. the game, it's like okay, you know, kind of deadbeat dad. This seems a bit um like a trope, and you know he's got a NES on the floor, and his friends called Kirby, and I'm like rolling my eyes and just like yeah okay but but it you know the further on you go the more the more charming that world gets and the characters get mm. and, and and it's got a nice finish to it so um excellent yeah nice. I, I i fully recommend cool. it good but it was a really good excellent game. I, I i might even try and stream later this week uh the rest of the well, more of the game nice yeah if you enjoy what you see so far it gets better so mm. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And that was the Wild at Heart, which is on uh, Game Pass, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I was so happy to see it was on Game Pass, because um, uh, because I've been eyeing this game for a while and it didn't disappoint. Nice. Um, I had this uh, just just this may no longer be an issue because I did see it had a patch um, recently, um, but I mm. had this uh, weird bug where. It would literally freeze for like thirty seconds, oh. which was oh, no. annoying. But this is how much I enjoyed the game. Where it was like, I'll just sit through it. But um, just a hint: if you like press the guide button on the Xbox, sometimes it will just come back mm. automatically. But um, mm. yeah, I had that weird audio bug. Um, okay. But yeah, I, you know, just just kept with it. Cause, did you? Uh, usually, I good. would wait for a patch, but I was addicted enough. It was like I just wanted. Yeah. It. Did you Did you play it kind of on day days. one? On, uh, on release on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this came out a little hard. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, saw, I saw the patch, um, you know, probably a couple hundred megabytes. It's probably fixed. Just fixing now, so. all those little issues that yeah. they found yet. Perfect. Nice, yeah. nice. Oh, good. Um, so, Lucy, you said you didn't have, uh, have much to chat about uh, this week. Uh, um, I, I, I played some Super Bomberman... Classic. Oh, uh, online. The, no, the it's new not one. Super <laughs> unfortunately, it's the one that was apparently on the stadia. So um, the sixty-four people battle royale mm. Bomberman, which on paper should be fantastic. Any Bomberman <laughs> should be fantastic. Um, but dear old Hudson Soft, they have not been around for 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 a hot minute. Um, and Bomberman's just never been the same. Um, no, mm, absolutely not. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate because like I, I played a few matches, not many. I mean, it takes long enough to get into a match mm, overall, mm. And, and which is a bad sign. I can't even imagine how dead it was on Stadia. There's probably two people playing it. Well, I mean, only um, four of people, only four people have Stadia. So if the other two are playing <laughs> something else, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is free to play. The 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 um the base game which thank god because it'd be shocking if they charge people because <laughs> 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 
they 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 do have like a premium package where I think you need that to play with friends in a private right. match. I think you can join somebody else's private match without having a premium subscription, but they would obviously have to have one. Um, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's weird. Mm. Like, how hard can it be to make a Bomberman game and make it fun? I don't know why we haven't had a good one in so <laughs> no. long. I, like, it seems... Even if, like, honestly, you just add more graphical fidelity and, like, maybe They've been getting worse than graphical fidelity and, over time. And then, and then you, you make the same thing. And yet, people don't. Just make the same thing. I, I mean, it's, it's making uh, the same thing. It's making the same thing and making it cheaper. Mm. <laughs> yeah. so, ooh, ooh. Hey! Oh, this Oi. is probably my most played Bomberman, but I think first one I ever played was on the SNES. Okay. Yeah, oh, oh, Super Bomberman. I don't Bomberman. think I played yeah, the yeah. NES ones. Yeah, Super Bomberman. You know, played a lot a lot of that with uh, cousin, sister, etc. Um, did the did the old trick when the youngest of us, it's like, we don't have enough contra we don't have enough ports or anything, so just pretend you've plugged in those <laughs> and just put on the AI. Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, I I I love Bomberman, the older ones, but yeah, th this is um, you see, it starts off with you know just like a normal classic Bomberman, um, four player to a grid, um, and then like mm. after a couple minutes, instead of like the tiles coming down or you know just game over immediately or sudden death or whatever. You, you have to sort of move to another grid because there's like, what's 64 divided by 4? 16? Um, there's like 16 other grids elsewhere. It's sort of got the interface of sort of a Tetris 99 right. or a Pac-Man 99 where you can see the other grids and sort of what's happening on there. But like, after two minutes, that you you know, you're, you're gaining, you know, you're picking up the pickups, like if you can kick the bomb, throw the bomb. You know, multiple mm. bombs, more powerful bombs. Um, uh, but but once you pick those up, you move on to like the next screen or something. Um, which it's like okay, m everyone who's still alive here, move on to a more condensed grid. It's like okay, there's going to be more of you on this grid because there's less of you, and the stakes are raised a bit. You can own it. You can't gain more abilities, which I understand at that point because it's like they don't want everyone to be super OP at that point. Um, but it's just basically okay. It's time to start killing one another, <laughs> and in pure Bomberman fashion, it's always your own bomb that yeah. you fight to anyway. Yeah, so that's so that, like, that is Bomberman yeah. to a T. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so it's got an interesting format, and I like the way they've tried to Tetris ninety nine it. I just mm. think overall the game's a bit ugly. It takes a bit mm. long to get into a match. Um, it isn't just Tetris ninety nine and everything. Even though you have to pay for that, the free, you know Nintendo yeah. Online as a quote unquote free product, it's really good because a Tetris is really good, and it just gets you into a match straight away. And yeah. this, I think, a lot of the hangups is like it takes a long time to get into mm -hmm. a match. Right. The, it's a bit ugly. The, the the user interface is is a bit ugly as well as the graphics a bit ugly. And yeah, it's just I don't know. It just I, I think Bomberman's always better when you're probably just playing with with friends around. Absolutely. You know, safer yeah. anyway. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I think I got a Louie um, once. I think... Uh, yeah. Yes, I did. I think that's more in the late game. I've usually died. I've, I've, I've usually died by my own hands, usually, <laughs> from... Uh, <laughs> before, like, probably not even got into the top half. Mm. Um, but yeah, I got... I got... I got I got fall once. It's like I got my Louis, and you, you get an extra life in this one. It's like once you die once, it's not over. You you respawn, okay. but, you, but it's like then you're like flashing. Um, is it black or red? And it's like okay, you're the target now. Um, you can see who's basically on the last mm -hmm. legs, and everyone just um, comes. And when for you, you die, oh, yeah. yeah. And when you die, like you lose all of your um, uh, pickups. Um, they just end up on the board. For other people to pick up, so whilst you die, you're getting you're even more of a disadvantage on your second life, and that everyone around you is even more you know is even stronger. Yeah. So yeah. it feels like a bit of a balance issue there. Um, yeah, it's it's free. Well, is it, it, it's on is Steam. It, played it on Xbox. Is it, so is it Super Bomberman R online? Yeah. Yes, because Super Bomberman R was on yep. Switch. A few years the first ago, game right? that I bought on Switch. Was it really? Yeah, it was. It was like a launch game. It was like the really? first one I bought because you've got that weird fever with the new console. It's like, okay, let me just buy Whatever is available. Rise, Son of yep. Rome, which is actually a pretty good game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but at Super Bomberman I is just tragic in most senses, um, and uh, Super Bomberman R online is not that far behind. <laughs> oh, what a shame. Yeah, but it was nice seeing the Konami logo. Yeah. Don't usually see that. Yeah. Bomberman so seems to have something. been done even more than Sonic, right? Uh, he's just been he's just been no, ripped ripped I don't apart. Think anything like. has. No, no, I, I uh, no, I, I wouldn't say <laughs> nothing's worse than Sonic. Well, I don't know. Hudson Software alive in like, you know. It's like, but Maybe it's, Kon it's like Konami are kind of like, hey, we, we kind of do a few games and stuff. Here's some Bomberman, and at that you know, Sega yeah. don't even do that anymore. They're not even like, yeah, we do games. We just, you know, we we kind of publish other people's games. You know, Sonic's just, it, yeah, don't worry about it. But Bomberman just even seems to get they're... touted about a little bit by Konami as like the only thing that they do these days. And pears and oh yeah, pears. They're making yeah. that. Um, is it? The, is am I saying it right? Get so food, food. Uh, they're doing like a roguelike on like a. Uh, like old arcade oh. game. It's very Castlevania, okay. but not Castlevania. Uh, I think it only came out in Japan. Mm -hmm. Let's have a look. But they're basically doing like early access kind of. Um, Dead Cells kind of thing. Right, okay. Um, let me put in Konami Roguelike. There was one, uh, Skull something. Not, not Contra. Or something <laughs> Skulls that came out from Konami not that long ago as well. Oh, Last yeah, year, yeah. Maybe? I that up from like £2. Uh, Getsu Fumaden. Okay. Um, which is a new roguelike from Metroidvania. Um, looks beautiful. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it, they're still... They're still making things. They're still trying like just things out. Some on. of it's bad, but yeah, mm. but but 
it's better. I'd rather like a you know slight heartbeat than just a flat line. (laughs) (laughs) Because they might come. You just want them to tick over just that little bit. Yeah. No, I I I get you. We've we've had lots of gaming companies that have kind of done that over the you know the last sort of like twenty years. Yeah. I think Capcom were in yeah, that place, yeah. like in in the early last last generation, where it was just remake after, not even remake, like. Well, uh, it's got to have been. Uh, Capcom kind of went through this phase of being like, "Hey, here's a load of Resident Evil games. Here's some Street Fighter stuff. Here's a few other things." And then, like Resi Six and Street Fighter Four came out, <laughs> and Capcom just seemed to be like, "Yeah, don't know anymore, really. Don't yeah. know what to do now." And then they released. Let's just not do exactly. anything. <laughs> and then you know, Street Fighter Five came out, and then Resi Seven came oh, out, yeah. which they'd obviously been working on to change that format for a for a long time. I think it just yeah. happened that they were like, "This team is doing this, and this team is doing this," and actually, we've just mistimed yeah. it so much that we've got this to, period to fair, where we don't yeah. have anything big mm-hmm. to sort of push out. And Monster Hunter has had a big. Um, you know, impact okay. again, and there's the, yeah, suddenly yeah. Capcom have turned things around, and they're just here yeah. again with lots of big Massively. games. Yeah, and I think um, just around the start of last generation, anyway, there was that. You know, every publisher and developer was like, "Do people still want to buy console games?" The last console, you know, cycle was very long. Mm. Is this still a thing? And once we knew that was the case, I think that's when you saw Capcom picking mm-hmm. up steam. But so not to single them out, but it was god awful times for Capcom. For Did they while. Capcom but, um, do the yeah, Death Rising games as well? Don't they? Yes, but that studio got shut down. Was it Capcom? Yes, Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but which is a real they shame. Didn't, yeah. So the last one was Dead Rising three. Four. It was four? Was four. it? I really enjoyed three. Four was, but was four a, was, was four an Xbox One launch game? No, that, that was, was three. three. Right, okay. Which I, I, I put like hundreds mm-hmm. of hours into that. I thought that was a really fun game. Uh, Dead Rising Four was the one set at Christmas, right? And I always just want to go back and play. It. I've like started it so many times. I just want to go back and play it. But um, I think everyone's favourites is like one and mm-hmm. two. But I, I really enjoyed yeah. three. I think it's because it was in that launch window, nothing else to play. It's like, okay, this is dumb, this is fun, this is... And I I, I wonder whether Konami are just in that space at the moment. Whether they're just kind of like dithering a little bit, and they're like, ah, shit, we lost Kojima. Metal Gear was kind of like our big (laughs) franchise. Obviously, we've got Pez that we put out all the time, obviously. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're like, right, what, what can we do? We own Metal Gear, let's do this. We own Silent Hills, let's not do this. We, we, We kind of just aren't in a space to have anything big to kind of put out and everyone's like oh Konami mm-hmm. you're just going to be doing arcadey kind of pachinko-y sort of stuff forever but I think they might be in that space that yeah. Capcom were in a little while ago where they just don't have anything mm. big and they're putting yeah. out smaller things and they're trotting out Bomberman and these sorts of things and it's whether you see them Either go the way of Capcom and go, no, we're just gonna, we're just gonna wait. The games that we have, yeah. games in development, and they are gonna come out when they come out, or they go the way of Sega, who go, oh shit, uh, let's, we, we've got some money, let's buy some companies and publish their games, 
let's let's just fund some stuff and and get our you know mm-hmm. sort us out in that sort of way. rather than us making games, let's publish games instead, and shifting their uh, um, sort of stance that little bit. Yeah, possibly. Um, what what gave me hope was I read something more about this uh, Getsafumaden game. And it sounded like there's like been an injection of like new blood into the mm. company, and this was done by a team where it's like, uh, okay, we were fans of the original game, we want to make something new. We're launching it in Steam, Steam early access, and it's a roguelike, and we just want to, you know, not make the exact same thing that it was then, but take inspiration mm. from that. And there has been like rumors where it's like, okay, I think Konami themselves may have come out and said. We've got stuff, just not ready yes. to show it. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. I th- I think they'll. I mean, you got to think how well their Fajinko mach- machine uh, business <laughs> is doing. Because video games, I mean, they're only getting bigger. Mm. So it's like to duck out now when you have such a legacy, yeah. and the people who are buying your games and giving you all that money will be the people with, you know, sad thirty-year-olds like us with with. With the nostalgia and the disposable income, hopefully, yeah. and it's just like it'd be kind of weird to pop out now. Mm-hmm. I could understand why, you know, like Capcom had that lull. I can imagine why someone would like get out now. Especially, I, I think Metal Gear Solid Five just probably killed them all anyway. Mm. Um, well, it's it's interesting but, that yeah, there's always this. It's like the saying: "There's no smoke without fire," isn't there? There's, and, and Konami may have said some things about that they do have stuff in development but there's always been this kind of like rumour mill around Konami and then them being this not like flogging horse for other companies but it's always like oh yeah PlayStation are in talks with Konami or Xbox you know Phil went over to Japan to chat to some companies and it was of course it was Konami because now they don't have Kojima they They can get in there and and there's there's always these kinds of <laughs> stories about yeah, Phil just got stuck in Japan for a little while. He's like, "Fuck, I better go talk to someone," I guess. Um, but <laughs> buy an Xbox, just please. One. Oh, thank you. I brought I brought loads <laughs> with me. Um, but there's always that idea that like that someone they the rumor that like Blue Point, who put out Demon's mm-hmm. Soul remake at the beginning of the year for PlayStation Five, yeah. are making a Metal Gear game. There's the idea that well, they made the. Uh... The the one for three sixty. Uh, Revengeance. The the, the 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 two no the two the, the Metal Gear Solid two and three. Oh the, the yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah they did yes yes, but yeah. then there's the idea that Silent Hill is then going to be coming back and is being touted about being an exclusive for a console. Like Konami are constantly in that like rumor mill of being around, and you think, wow, that might not be it. But something is going on. Enough is enough is yeah. going on that they're not like dead in the water. That they've just like given up on games and they've moved into all of these other sectors yeah. that they do. And you know, we know from pairs and all of these other things, like they still have their foot in the door with those sorts of things. But they are doing more. Absolutely. Man, I'd I'd green like 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 a Silent Hill so fast. Just think mm. how cheap that game would be to make. And how many sales that would have? Like you're just making a walking simulator. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to shoot yep. anything. 
say this yeah yeah it's, it's and you and you'd kind of see you know like with the resurrection of capcom over the last few years and the resident evil remakes yeah. that they've kind of have that you think konami are in a similar sort of space you know they 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 they, they kind yeah. of rivaled capcom at one point in you know the two kind of you know they were the two big sort of japanese developers with with square enix perhaps uh, yeah. and, and, and a couple of others that were kind of that top tier Japanese soft. developer yeah mm. and you think that they actually rivaled each other in sort of having these horror games that they both kind of put out having these different sort of franchises to, to, to sort of put out there that they'd be like no people do want this we know Capcom yep. are selling X amount of games on their remakes and they put money into this and they put R&D into a new engine and they then built these games around that and, and all this sort of stuff incredible and you must think like Konami like no we we will something is something is on the way make make, make a um, amnesia game on that shoestring budget put a protagonist called you know James Sunderland in it and um, <laughs> get Kiefer Sutherland to voice him <laughs> don't even change his name just call the character Kiefer Sutherland don't worry about it yeah. you won't get confused then <laughs> it's it's James Sunderland's brother <laughs> And spend all the budget on Keeper Sunderland. <laughs> Done. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> Konami, we solved your we solved your problem for you. Done. And then there'll be like something where it's like, oh, James surname. They messed it up on the birth certificate. His name is <laughs> actually. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> they just the they just misheard. <laughs> they misheard, and they just wrote it down incorrectly on the birth certificate. Yeah. Um, it was Pyramid Head. Yeah, he did exactly. it. Pyramid Head is James's father. And um, we'll, we'll, we'll more than likely Done. find out that there is a game in development, and it, it's just Norman Reedus holding a fetus, and that that's the new Silent Hill game. <laughs> yeah. you know. uh, Norman exactly. Fetus. So it's it's kind of Death Stranding. It's kind of Silent Hill, but it's neither of those things. It's it's just an FMV sequence of Norman Reedus mm. holding a fetus. Done. Yeah. Someone will buy it. Yeah. 20, 20p, and, uh, everyone will buy it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm still um, slowly but very, you know, methodically, I guess, getting through uh, Silent Hill 2 on PC. Mm. The, 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 um, the remake master, yeah. or whatever you call it, that, that like, the community put out is real good. It's like I launched mm. it when there was like a new update. It's like just updated it straight nice. away. I was like... This is great. Amazing. Mm. Yeah, because I never finished it. Oh, I I don't think I've ever finished a Silent Hill game. Uh, no. I haven't played many of them, to be honest. The, 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 the two on... I never played anything... I don't think I played Silent Hill 3. No? I didn't play, I definitely didn't play anything after uh, that. No, I, I, um, no, I didn't play anything after 3. Definitely, yeah. I don't think I ever play free. God, my memory. <laughs> you know when Mate, there's just like so games that you played, and it's just like it just it's just like oh yeah, I played that. When you when you when you 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 see a video for it, it's like oh yeah, I played that weird Flintstones game that apparently sells yeah. for a lot nowadays. Um, yeah. I mean, none just, of us just none of us remember nineteen ninety six. Who knows what games we actually played? Croc, Legend of the Gobos. <laughs> James Pond 2. 
Mm. I mean, oh god, yeah. There's so many games, isn't there? Absolutely, that we we dabbled with, that you borrowed from your friends, that you got on a demo disc, that you just rented from renting games, renting games as well. Demo discs and renting games, but things from a bygone era that you just don't get anymore. Yeah, I remember there was a period in like this is well after the Sega Master System was dead and gone, like the Mega Drive and. Dreamcast was probably out by mm. then as well, and just, just uh, you know, maybe even sold like some a PlayStation game or something, and just like, just give me twenty of these cards <laughs> in exchange. Mm. And it's like, okay, which ones did I play? Which one? I, you can't remember. Exactly. Can't remember what I played last week. So. That's true, <laughs> and that's the problem, isn't it? How are we ever meant to remember what we played almost twenty years ago? When we can't remember yeah. what we played last week. That's why I write down the ones that I finished, but the ones that I played, they're like... <laughs> I don't write those down. Oh, mate, <laughs> I can't get access to my uh, the, that GG app that I was using. It just won't let me log in anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you didn't pl- you've never played I mean, a game exactly. before. Exactly. Anyway. Who knows what I've played this year so far? I've got no way to even know. <laughs> Uh, it's just thrown it out completely. So yeah, uh, who knows? Mm. When we Adil owns all the games, but has he played all the games? <laughs> when we get to our end of year chat, I'll be like, I've d- I don't even know what came out. Don't worry. And I was like, well, this came out, this came out, this came out, this came out. I've got this, I've got this, I've got this. I've got this. I don't know whether I played. I've got no way to know. Yep. Steam I mean, doesn't tell me. Who knows? You guys are calling me out. I'm a little better <laughs> now. No, you are. Absolutely, you are. What do you mean, little better? Yeah, I don't have Dying Light 2. I only have Dying Light 1 that I haven't played. <laughs> I'm a little well, better Dying now. Dying Light 2's not out yet. I... Yeah, like I said, I'm a little... <laughs> <laughs> there's, uh, there's, there's no shame to <laughs> buying games and never playing them. <laughs> buying games and never playing them? Mm. If you, look, you need a PhD, mate, so... I don't even know how you found time to shower. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. Uh, I, spoiler alert, I didn't. <laughs> Should we finish it there for this week and talk yeah. about the beers and the yeah. drinks that we have had this evening? Uh, Adol, we'll come to you uh, first. Sure. Uh, there, was an I, there was an India uh, Pale it's, it's Lager, wasn't there? And then a Porter? Yeah. It was the um, coconut coffee mm-hmm. porter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got to be the coconut coffee okay. porter. I liked the balance that it was doing. Basically, what I really liked was that the coconut was starting sweet and ending creamy, which is what coconut can do for like uh, cooking as well as like beers. Like it can either be a little bit of a sweetener or it can be a creamy thing. And actually in this beer it was doing both nice. and I really respect that because that's what kind of made this 6.5% kind of um, uh, multi forward beer work was the fact that it was kind of working on both those angles in different ways and meanwhile the like uh, Don Zoko uh, Northern Monk Patriots Project IPL was a lot more one mm. note. Like I think 
as an independent <laughs> lager, it's interesting because it like definitely IPA tasting notes. It was more dynamic than your average lager, but like I said, like it's 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 mimicking the really kind of one two note uh, IPAs of five years ago. So while I recognize that as a lager, it's very like it's more dynamic. It's interesting. It's just like giving me the notes of beers that kind of disappointed me years ago, and so I can't really uh, like I'll, I, I recognize <laughs> the. You disappointed me then. You still disappoint me now. Kind of, yeah, but like I recognize the um, <laughs> the craft that is involved in making an IPL do these things, <clears throat> but also all it's doing is telling me. Right, I'm glad we don't deal with this type of beer mm. on the day to day. Like we've moved <laughs> past this kind of brute force um, wall of bitter. Yeah, and, and it's weird because you'd think Don Zoko of all people, you know, to make a really good lager, they'd just make a lager. Yeah. They wouldn't yeah. bother with. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it like I again. The thing is, the lagery bits seem really good, but they're just lost in this hmm. IP. Indian pale version and IP it's just not anus. good. Yeah, there we go. I was not going to say it. I'm glad you did. This is, I think, uh, I think honestly, this is just going to be our number one contribution to beer Humanity. discourse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, it's it's it sucks because I see what they're trying to do and I like it, but it it's just not there. It, yeah. It's like I said, too little, too late. It's it's like a lager aspiring to be the bygone version of an IPA, which I'm happy we aren't in. So, so, so let me ask you this: If someone, if you, if someone just gave you a pint of this, they didn't tell you mm. what style it was, would you still enjoy it though? Because that that seemed to be the vibe that I uh, was getting. Yeah, so I, I, I would have it, but I would feel like it's like one of those over. I wouldn't. I, I probably wouldn't have guessed it was a lager versus mm -hmm. an IPA, and I think that's exactly the, the thing. Is then it's just playing in the IPA leagues and it's not doing yeah. it well. Okay. Like it's not giving me enough lager such that I'm like, ah, this is a weird lager, and I want to figure it out. It feels it like, yeah, you give me this, I'm like, oh right, this is one of those like. So. Uh, the last time I had an IPA that like an IPA that felt like this was like mm -hmm. a grocery store sort of like like an Aldi. This is our IPA. We're yeah. just trying to be an IPA, uh, and that's kind of the vibes I was getting from it. Even though it's an IPL, it's not. There's not enough lagery things yeah. in it. You might as well just make an IPA, and then if you do, you should make a much better IPA because this is like <laughs> okay. not a good IPA. <laughs> Like that's my problem. Yeah, it's like it's a yeah. good lager, but only because it's trying to mimic other things. But then when you look at what it's trying to mimic, it's like, well, why don't I just do that then? Yeah. And then it all that's falls fair. apart. Yeah. yeah so that's, that's I think you've perfectly <laughs> summed up what I feel about that style of beer. So. <laughs> yeah. Good, mm. perfect. <laughs> uh, a good point then to jump to uh, the beers that I've had: the Whiplash. Which I think we mm -hmm. very um, quickly decided was a little bit sort of underwhelming uh, and didn't give me mm -hmm. sort of a huge amount. Middling. Uh, the yeah. Daya, I'm not a fan of this more vegetal sort of flavour. 
vegetal flavour. Vegetable? Yeah, vegetal. Broccoli. Vegetably. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that like lean into that I, I don't like those more kind of like oniony beers or vegetable kind of uh, uh-huh. uh, beers I, I I don't know why 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 <laughs> someone had to I do mean, it they didn't mm. I guess <laughs> no they didn't <laughs> yeah yeah, no one had right. to do it. To do it. Yeah. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to be yeah. nice. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pick either beer. Sorry. Oh wow! Oh, wow, this is unprecedented. I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't want either beer now. That's ben says, "Fuck those beers." <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had a, I had a, a whiplash you know IPA the other day, which was absolutely fantastic. Mm. Super soft, full of flavour, really fruity, mm. lovely. I had a daya. The other day, which again mm. was day, beautiful. Yeah. The, the, mm-hmm. These two beers are not good representations of what these breweries can do. Uh, yeah, they, they yeah. don't sit. I, with I think it's just exactly. indicative of how how much in high regard we have for Absolutely. those breweries and how yeah. outstanding their beers mm-hmm. usually are. It's like that time when I had the weird beer, and I just said, "I'm not even." Talking yeah, about this. yeah. Because it was yeah, like, because I mean, <laughs> it was the one time I've had a bad beer from them. And it's yeah, like, exactly. And I think it's really it. important. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really happy that you. So I'm not happy you had a less than stellar mm-hmm. experience, but I'm happy that it's you're marking it as, "Wow, this is weird," because these breweries normally knock it out of the park, mm-hmm. and I don't even have to like second guess myself. Yeah. Oh, and now I have to, mm. and so I need to point out that this yep. isn't great. Be- but it's not great in the sense of, like, beers generally. It's, like, it's not great because, like, these they, they, just, they always win. <laughs> you and, know like, the standards. They, 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 they finally, like, <laughs> let, let me, like, they finally not mm. won, and I'm Yes, yeah, very them, much. It seems yeah. to be the vibe you're saying. Completely, mm-hmm. yeah. completely. It's the opposite of the IPL, where you say it's, like, they let me down before they're doing it again. Whereas yeah. this is, like... You lot never, let, never me let, let me down. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, oh, maybe don't get even. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's so many more you can get. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I felt the exact same way about that breaking glass mm. one. So, oh really? Yeah, I thought it was middling at best. It, it was just not mm. the standard I expect. Uh, from Completely. Wish, so. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd week for me yeah. this week, uh, considering, mm. well. This week, the, you know, in the last sort of three days, I've had beers from both of these breweries, which have been better. Um, you know, mm. they've stuck a little bit more to what they know, to the, the to the flavors that I enjoy that they make. And that's not to say that they shouldn't experiment, absolutely. But sometimes those experiments just don't hit as well as they yeah. may do with other people. Um, but for me, neither of these really hit very well at all. But that's not to say don't look for Daya or Whiplash, because they make exactly. fantastic yeah. beers. Um, just like video games sometimes. Absolutely. You know, the publisher puts out a game that you're just not Completely. Completely. Yep. Yeah. It does. It happens. Um, it does. So, it does. let's finish there for this week. We'll round out... Yeah, I only had one beer, and you know exactly. Favorite, so oh yeah, fine. oh shit, sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, any any final no, it's thoughts? Fine. I can only pick one winner. <laughs> I can only pick exactly. one winner. Well, I tell you what. Did I you? Mean, you, could, you could do pull a band and be like, yeah, to Fuck be honest, this, no yeah, winners. Did you? I should have kept my mouth shut because uh, brewery 
vegetal or whatever the name is. I, 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 it's okay. Right. So no, no, no. To, to, Lucy, Lucy, to finish to the finish out the episode, then. <laughs> yes. Did you or would you pick another one of those beers, or would you stick on the gin for the evening? Stick with mm. the gin. Mm. <laughs> I'll pick up another bottle of gin for then. Yeah, this is this Flanders uh, red ale. Just uh, yeah, I think it was just this, the, the very perfumey smell and that following through in the taste. Where you know it, it was a bit too off-putting for me. Yes, a bit too sweet yeah. as well. Like, not as sour. Um, yeah, but I mean, if I can seek out other beers from this brewery, like. I always will, because, you know, they know what they're doing in mm. Belgium. They, they do, absolutely. I mean, again, with the, like with the beers that I've had, there's plenty of other beers from those mm-hmm. breweries which are absolutely fantastic, so it's yeah. always good to it, it, I, never take a brewery based yeah. on one beer. Oh, no, never. And, and, and it had that really... You could tell it's a really well-made mm. beer. Um, it was just very soft and... It had like, you know, when you think of um, uh, Christ. I, I, I never really name. think of Christ. But uh, West, Jesus, West, Jesus West, is the West. name of Christ. <laughs> when you think about Christ, the and you don't remember God. the name. Just think. I Jesus. try not to think about Christ. Uh, we're all heathens here. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we looked at that porn <laughs> game earlier. We need. We all need Jesus. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, West Mall. West. Uh, oh. Thingy. Yes. Um, any Trappist beer from the monks. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, just that very soft quality. It's like yeah. no matter what the strength, you can just. It's just so mm. quaffable and you can like chug it back. It, it definitely had that kind of quality. Um, just really smooth and easy, but yeah, it's just too much detracting from. Yeah, from that's fair. Experience yeah. for me. Mm. Nice. Okay. Okay. A weird week for us, I think. Yeah. Yeah, actually. I don't know if we've really had a... Maybe a stain full of stain and I guess this Mm. one. Mm. (laughs) Which is kind of what we did. Like, I didn't realize I could just say, fuck it. I blame... None of them. (laughs) You do what you like. I blame Christine. It's Christine's Uh, fault. She threw it out for all of us. With uh, those, I'm, I'm with happy with choosing very one of realistic mine, but... boobs and that very realistic penis. It just it threw us off completely. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to Cock Week. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, let's, let's. I'm done. Uh, you can get us all in various. <laughs> I really want to know what you titled this episode there, Editor Boy. <laughs> Who knows? We'll find out tomorrow. Um,. Yeah, I really hope it's welcome to Cock Week. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> we might get loads of views because everyone's just to, like, "What the fuck yeah, is this?" Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, something to do with the wild at heart, but with Christine in it. Hmm. <laughs> just mix mm, the wholesome with the can, yeah, not wholesome. We'll we'll let's not say wholesome anything. <laughs> A wholesome. Let's week just leave of it cocks. alone. Um. Uh, let's. Yes, I'm done. Uh, beers. We've talked about beers. <laughs> Uh, we've talked about games. 
you can get all of us at Tanked Up Cast on the socials. <laughs> you, can you can also go to outoflives.net and get us at Out of Lives Network <laughs> on the socials as well. I am Nova underscore 47. Adel is at. The Lucy Omni is. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> <Not laughs> <Bruce> 9. <laughs> Perfect. If you've enjoyed the shit that we talk about, like, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you are, whatever you listen to us or view us on, it really helps. Do those things and come and talk to us about beers and games and realistic cocks. Fucking who knows? Just come and talk to us about shit. Uh, you can join us in our Discord. I don't actually want to be talked about <laughs> about realistic cocks. I mean, I'll entertain it. Hey, but like, don't I found a out. game. This is the most realistic cock I've ever seen. Hey, check it out. You guys like cocks and games, right? That, that's it. That's all we're going to get from now on. Um, or if you like Konami or don't, you know, come and talk to us about that as well. We can, we can, we can talk about whatever you want in our Discord and join us there. Uh, or go to our YouTube channel. Not as tanked up, but as out of lives. The network that we are part of. That's all the stuff, that's all the things, that's all the beers, that's all the games, that's everything. For this week, we've been tanked up with Cox. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. That's Christine with a C. Christine with a C. (laughs) Bye. Two six six.